Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Garment Decorators podcast. I'm joined by Andy today as usual and we're also joined by Grace and Lauren from Try Dry. Would you like to introduce yourselves a little bit to everyone listening? Yeah, so I'm Grace. I'm the Try Dry brand manager. Um, I look after everything from photo shoots, events, marketing side, the website, um, all the bits and pieces like that. And then We've got Lauren, who's been with us for three months now. I'll let you introduce yourself. Yeah, so my name's Lauren. I'm the brand ambassador. So I go out, talk to customers, speak to them about um, our lines, take feedback from the brand, and then offer them any marketing assets as well. Nice. So thank you very much for joining us today. We're thrilled to have you on the podcast. I know that we did a video at um, the last Primer and Promotion show, so our viewers probably know, probably recognise you, Grace, as two of the products <laughs> that we've been um, fusing onto recently. Um, so what is, for everyone listening that isn't necessarily printing on athleisure or on sportswear and things like that, um, can you give them a bit of an overview about who Tri-Dry are as a brand, um, what kind of products you sell? Um, because like I say, we have people that do sort of t-shirts and hoodies, but venturing into the athleisure of market is a totally different thing. Yeah, I think one of the things that we're trying at the moment, so we started as a sportswear brand, um a lot of polyester a lot of polyester you know leggings um polyester t-shirts which are obviously um cheap and easy to print on they sell into marathons and things like that running clubs um and we branched out following fashion trends you know printed leggings and things like that and then we grew and have developed i think covid probably developed us the most um we saw that there was a massive boost boost not only in fitness clothes but loungewear athleisure wear it became your everyday uniform. So we do a lot of hoodies now and sweatpants, um, all these things, you know, can be worn as workwear now. So your leggings and your hoodie, it's an everyday almost work staple. Um, so not not just athleisure, not just sportswear now, there's so many other things that it can go into, um, you know, workwear, it can go into music, merchandise. Um, it just just depends where your ideas take you. I think that's, I think that's a really good point is, having the chances we've seen your stuff up close and personal but it is so much more of a full solution now rather than just like here's some leggings it's like it literally you can do yeah, yeah. a whole set for you know if you're providing work for someone it's or corporate or anything you can do like okay, what occasions you need this work where to find a solution for you like okay just pick this one or this one or this one now which i think is really helpful for everyone yeah i think as well you know it's such a competitive industry you know hoodies especially um and, and, and joggers and things like that, that we try and add a design tweakment, you know, to make it, you know, a des- desirable product, to make it that little bit different that um, people with a more fashionable eye might spot or someone who just wants something a bit different, you know, maybe someone's customer wants a hoodie, but they want to stand out. So we've got a massive range of, you know, different hoodies now. We've got the... Um, cropped with the drawstring we also have Which a I'm half a set <laughs> i think everyone is it's it's one of our favorites i think it's lauren like, you've got it on you've got it on as well haven't you molly i have the, the thing that you said to me during our pmp video which stuck out to me the most was that it's the perfect length of crop um and i suppose this isn't as relevant for you <laughs> um but you were so right because so many crop tops are way too cropped but then other hoodies i've got on and they're basically on my knees and i'm like this is just not the right sort of length but this one is perfect yeah, I think maybe we scare some people off sometimes when you say cropped. 
But um, that is true. Yeah, it's one of the things, especially when I, it's not until you try it on that you're like, oh no, it's just the right balance. It just hits you just on the waist where your leggings finish. So you're not showing off your abs, <laughs> which I've definitely got. Um, I think one of the things as well that we're working on at the moment is a kid's version. Um, and that, you know, there's a fine line there. You don't, don't want your child walking around with, or, you know, I assume people don't want their children walking around with their bellies out. So we're just working on the kids cropped on at the moment as well. Is there anything else new coming out for Trijo? I know that obviously we spoke a bit for the podcast about a few things that I'm now personally very excited <laughs> about. Um, but what's new for Trijo in the upcoming months or sort of even years, really? So we've just launched um, the new Trijo Summer Styles, mm-hmm. and that contains I've got one now, the 601. Um, it's just the zipped version, basically, of the cropped hoodie that you've got on now. I did think that when you came in, because I was like, that's the, the half zip one, which we have here, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go all the way down. And I was looking at yours, and I was thinking, I haven't seen that before. <laughs> I think we we were missing a full zip version, and we just thought, why not just, you know, so take the bestseller. the first seller. full zip that you've done. First full okay. zip, yeah. So um, we just put a zip on it, basically. Yeah. And it's going well so far. We, it's only been out for the last few weeks um we've also got flares now as well that was just a, a trend-led product um we've only got black classic ones mm-hmm. but again they're, they're flying out that's probably all you need at the moment isn't it yeah i think as well it's just so comfy i can't stop wearing them <laughs> and then we, we basically the new styles were just tweakments on bestseller bestsellers we brought out a crop tee with um roof sides and a crop tee with um a twisted front as well so just basically we, we looked at everything that we were selling already and we thought how can we change this slightly? You know, we know that people like this. Mm-hmm. How can we change it slightly and make it another best-selling product? And we can already see certain things. You know, some things might fail, but some things are already flying out the door. So for someone who's, a, who's not as familiar with buying crop tees, what, do, <laughs> what, what does the uh, twisted front on a crop tee mean or look like? I'm not, you mean you don't know that, Andy? <laughs> So the twisted front just has some twist detail in at the front. It just looks like there's a knot in it um, almost. We sell so well on our basic crop tee at the moment, the TRO19, um, and we saw so many things coming out um, in retail fashion. That's where we get most of our ideas. Um, and we just thought, right, let's let's do some variations of it. And a, a 100% cotton T-shirt is just so easy to print anyway. Yeah. It, it's an easy sell. So How cropped is the twist front <clears throat> on the tee? Um, it's it, similar to the hoodies. So it's a bit higher than the hoodies. So um, me and Lauren have the both the top, um, crop T-shirts, don't yeah. we? And we said, so we don't want our stomach on, not for work anyway, <laughs> not for home life either, I suppose. But um, we've sized up just so that it finishes just where the leggings are. Okay. Whereas um, if we go to our normal size, it, it would probably be a crop T. So we've just sized up for work. So That's I've, quite good though, because people could offer two products essentially for that you could do like the cropped version and then you could do like the more i say oversized but like normal fit version as well with one product so that's quite handy i think you you know you're boxing yourself in if you do things too crop you know there's a big market and a range of sizes out there me personally i don't want to be showing off especially for like for work as well we've made it so that it can be sold into uniform and things like that. And it's still wearable and people yeah. aren't going to be gasping at someone walking, <laughs> walking past. So we do think about uniform when we do design things as well. You know, can this, can this be sold into the uniform market as well? It's not just a fashion product. Fashion products are only going to last us, you know, two to three years. 
we try and think about could this stay in the range for a lot longer than that and obviously that that keeps customers happy they don't want to see things discontinued if like it's one of their best sellers as well so that's the thing if you just find a product that works for you as a heat printer and then your supplier goes oh we're not going to make that anymore you're like no, that's the worst yeah. thing that could happen. So I think that's really reassuring to everyone that listens that they can have that sort of stability for their product range. And I suppose quite a few people do just use your entire range and relabel them, resell them as their own brand. So, you know, if somebody goes to them and says, oh, why are you not making this anymore? They can't go because I can't get like, it's a bit of a, yeah. you know, awkward situation. One thing I did want to ask you about was the leggings that you cut to your own length. Yes. Yeah. How does that work? I noticed they had seams up the leg. Is that to stop them fraying? Because obviously we've printed on, which we'll get into later, but we've printed on basically all of your products and they all work really, really well. Um, but that's just something I've never, ever seen in the industry before. So the way that basically the way that they work, the way that they're knitted, um, there's so many different cross sections of knit, the seamless, that makes them one stretchy in all ways. But at the same time, that means when you cut it, because it's stitched so many different ways, when you cut it, it doesn't start to fray. Um, so we've done, you know, cut tests, wearer tests and wash tests, and they, they hold up pretty well, but it's something that it probably doesn't get noticed on the website because they just look like another black pair of leggings until, mm. still, until you read a bit more about them. So I think that's where like Lauren's going to come in handy. Oh, yeah, they're my favourite leggings. <laughs> 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 they genuinely are because with the, the bit where you can cut off, I'm five foot one, so me getting leggings is, is quite hard. They're always the wrong length. Yeah, like I have to get like seven eighths most of the time just to try and fit me. And um, but these ones are great because they do fit. They're great. <laughs> yeah, you can have cropped, you can have full length. Yeah. How much ever fit you want? I saw them online and I just thought that's actually genius. No one has done that before. No, nothing that I've seen people do that before. Um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. So, and the new zip hoodie comes in all of the colours that the original comes in as well. So we brought out less than the original. We brought out the best sellers. Okay. Um, so you've got your classics. You've got um, Heather Black. And then Nude is actually our second best-selling colour, so we brought that out as well. Um, and we're just launching, I'm saying this, we are extending the colour range in the new year. So because we're bringing out kids' styles, mm -hmm. um, we decided to take inspiration from the dance market and we've brought out the cropped hoodie. We are bringing out the zipped um, cropped hoodie just in case anyone wants, because this one's got pockets, which is a bit different to the yes. um, standard cropped hoodie. We're bringing out um, classic leggings and um, we've got the crop tee, but it's more of a boxy fit on a child. Um, so we've we've taken all that. Oh, and we've brought, got the joggers as well. So you can get matching sets. So basically, when we brought out the kids, we thought about the dancewear market and what colours would sell in the dancewear. Or, you know, that's just us trying to do a bit of research, predicting what might sell. So then we've also extended the adults colours so that you can get a full size set. So and if, if you've got a dance club that go from say five to six, all the way up until, you know, 20, 30, whatever age, they're into their size eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, then we've got them covered. We can cover a whole dance class no matter what size or age range. Yeah. What's the process that goes into, as I say, you've just mentioned, you've got new products coming out, some of which were existing, you've just added to, some of which are completely new, like flares. Is it based off of the trends on like the retail market and you try and adapt to that or what goes into creating the new products? Because that's something, I mean, I'm, I'm sure our customers would like to know because I personally find it really interesting. It's definitely, yeah, definitely retail. I think if you're 
in our market, I don't think you can invent something completely new and expect people to pick it up. Fashion is dictated by, you know, street style and things that come through from the high fashion houses. It's watered down into everyday wear. Um, so we definitely take, you know, I'm signed up to so many different active wear brands and things. And if I see something new and something exciting or a, a new color, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like, why, why haven't we thought about that? And of course, we've got to think about different things like, you know, will our customers want something like that? Is it too too trend-led? Is that, you know, is that something in retail they can afford to bring things out? It lasts three months and it's gone. Yeah. They've sold through all their stock. They're over it. With us, we obviously, like we said, want to keep things, you know, as consistent as possible and keep them there for three, five years plus if we can. Um, so it's definitely, you know, we can get dazzled by all these new exciting things, but we do think about, well, is that easy? Is that going to be easy to print on? Is there a print area on there? Are people going to want it in our industry? Is it going to stand, um, stand the test of time? Yeah. You've got to think about your, your customers, customers, basically, haven't you? What do they actually really want? Yeah. And how long, you know, is it just going to be a pad or will actually only really five people ask about it? And you're like, well, that's a waste of time making all that stuff when it doesn't really solve a problem. It's always, you still got to come back to the why and why, why bring a product out of this because of this. It's always the classics, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think you get excited sometimes by the trend led product. You know, like I said, we've seen some things got so excited, brought it out and there's this influx of buy, you know, purchases at the beginning because that's what happens with a the trend. They buy it all at the beginning and then it fades. So you get excited and think, oh, it's, it's selling so much. A year goes by, it's died a death. And unfortunately, then we end up having to have the, uh, the talk about discontinuing. So it's definitely something, you know, it's been a learning curve. We've, we've learned these things. And some things, even though, you know, they were a, a test, test in the waters of the crop toddy that you've got on now, that was a bit of a, ooh, this is a, trend product you know however many years ago we brought that out that was a trend we spotted and it's stood the test of time you know it's our best seller now um so some some things you know we're just lucky <laughs> i do think it's how you execute it though because like you say if you'd have brought out your typical cropped hoodie that might have done a season a year you know however long if the fad would have lasted and then it might have phased out but the fact that you went okay no let's you know make it a tiny bit longer let's add the drawstring all of that they're probably things that factor into it being that long-lasting product in your range yeah and i think as well with the hoodie there was things and i will admit Back then, we might have not thought as much about the print side of things. We were, a few years ago, we were bringing out printed leggings and, you know, things that probably weren't easy. Where do you put the print on that? You put a tiny brand logo in it and it's done. But the hoodie's probably stood the test because it's got a huge print area on the front and back. There's no pockets, <laughs> there's no pockets on the way. And you might think that's, you know, sometimes people say, if a hoodie's not got any pockets, then you can't... I can't tell you the amount of leggings and hoodies that I've got that don't have pockets. And it's about the look for me. <laughs> Sorry. It's about how it looks. I will go the day holding the phone in my hand if I think it looks nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's, yeah, there's some things, if they look good, they, they just work. Yeah. I honestly don't know when the last time I needed to use a hoodie pocket. I thought you were going to say yeah, the last yeah. time I had pockets in my leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all honesty, like, we wear, we wear lots of hoodies for doing the different bits of recording here and there. But yeah. Like, it seems to be never the right size as well, yeah. does it? Yeah. I think one of the things with our leggings that we have really tried hard on 
is to bring out once with pockets mm. because it is you know before it was a gym item now it's an athleisure item you wear it every day so it is handy to have a pocket on the side of your leg where you can put your phone in but i'll admit we brought the flares out and we didn't want to put a big double panel down these because I don't think that would look right. no it, it won't it won't suit the style of the legging so we're like oh and there is a pocket on the waistband at the back which you can just about squeeze a phone in but am I bothered no Who I like does that, though, no like, <laughs> yeah I like the style of them they feel really nice and comfy I've not stopped wearing them so the pocket I don't know it's it is about the look it's moving into looks now mm. so yeah and speaking of looks whenever I do use my hoodie pocket for a promotion I'm normally carrying a phone, a camera, heavy, bulky things. I put it in the pocket. It looks awful because it just sags <laughs> straight down. And I'm like, well, that's not what I was going for. So like you say, just not really that bothered. Yeah. And they do cause, not cause issues with printing because you can do it with a different mm. size pattern, isolate the area. We've talked about this before, blah, blah, blah. But it's easier without because you yeah. just slide the garment on. You have to consider the pocket or the seam. So. so I remember when, um, so when Molly first started, we did the first program promotion um, one of the conversations we had before was like, you need to go and speak to Grace because she's one of the experts when it comes to the athleisure market. And she's been working, you know, you've done so much work with Trigo. Right? <clears throat> she said, okay, you know, and you'll, you'll, the first question is, it was why Tri Dry really? Um, but one of the reasons is the more you get to know the Tri Dry products, the more you think, I know that one, I know that one. And you see lots and lots of places where they're using um, Tri Dry stuff and just rebranding it. Yeah. Because it's very much a brand behind brand sometimes. Um, and we've had lots of customers that have gone to real, made real success themselves having athleisure brands or sports brands or on the workwear, just corporate stuff now. Um, but I think the interesting thing is that this type of product is where you're able to sell it as a normal, just a normal workwear thing, or you can really sell it as a premium product as well because it's of the quality in that. So, so I was just wondering if you're, um, you don't have to obviously name names, but could you perhaps talk a little bit to some of the examples of where you've seen the dry dry stuff in the really high end um, customer groups as well? Yeah, I think I won't name names because <laughs> we sell to a lot of um, customers who sell to, you know, as a retail brand. Um, and I, I'm not ashamed to say like dry dry is a great filler product. So we've had people start their brand with dry dry. It's been an easy way to start, you know, they're heat pressing things, they're ordering um, the amount of items when they need them rather than holding the stock. Yeah. And as they've developed, you know, they've wanted to, you know, they've heard bits and pieces about, oh, this would be good. Why don't you do this? So they've started going to factories themselves and coming out with their own ranges, but they always fall back on try dry as, you know, you're creating a new collection, right? Let's put the half zip in this time and put it in the sage color. It's a great filler for them still. So they might have started their brand on it, mm. but they're still running with it and using it as and when they want it. You know, as soon as new things come out, we've just had someone recently and, and they're, you know, they do really well, amazing on printed, like crazy leggings. And, you know, they still come back to us for classic filler things that are going to keep going behind the scenes and that people are just popping their back. They'll buy their printed um, leggings and then they're just going to, right, they'll pop a pair of flares and they're in a crop tee at the same time. So I'm not ashamed to say, like, you can start your brand with Try Dry and it'll keep you going. It's a great filler thing um, as, you know, as the brand develops and goes on. The advantage as well is that you could get a Try Dry stuff next day. Yeah. When you can't get that if you're sourcing it from overseas because it could be, could be a couple of months by the time if it's coming on a boat. 
Yeah. And if you need to jump on a trend or customer comes back to you and be like, yeah, I need a thousand more of those now. And you're like, um, if you said it was two months, I'd be like, well, I can't find someone else to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's great that you can get it next day and you can also buy, um, so you can purchase like a single item. So say if you wanted to see something to try it, um, see if it is good for your brand, you can also buy single, you can buy in pack or you can buy carton. So yeah, you can buy as many as you need. <laughs> and they can buy it and wear it as well, can't they? That's one of the things that you're speaking to people at the moment. You know, they they might not think try dry is the right fit, but you're saying, well, just buy something for yourself, you know, wear it and then let us know what you think. And it wasn't until I started wearing more stuff from work, I'm like, actually, I really like it. <laughs> it's really comfy. And it's what I choose to wear, you know, working from home or in the office now. So I think, you know, that's another handy thing. You can buy a single unit so you can get it for yourself. Yeah. The prices that you're paying, you know, we leave it so that customers can mark it up by a good percentage so that they're making a profit out of it after the prices of, you know, the print um, that they put on or any kind of decoration. So there's definitely room there. And it depends, you know, it depends how you brand yourself, how much you can sell that garment yeah. for. Are you someone who, you know, is selling to customers who want something cheap and cheerful? Or are you putting yourself out there as a as a premium brand, you know, the brand that everyone wants to be seen in? It really depends how you want to market yourself, really. Yeah, I think that's really important. It's, there's no, it's not to kind of put a ceiling on what you can achieve with brand your garments. It could be, you know, it could, you could make £10 an item, you could make £50 an item. It's, like I say, it's all around how you position your brand. We have lots of our customers that have exactly the same transfer, exactly the same top, and one because they've got slightly nicer, more artistic design. It could be a hundred pounds difference between the end sale price. It's all around to placement and just all being kind of committing to that's my brand identity. Yeah, and sell at that price, and people people will buy it because it's going to last wash after wash, and it's going to stay good quality no matter how long you wear it for. It doesn't cost that much either, does it, to add yeah. decoration? I mean, obviously, we that's what we do all day, every day. But when we, um, we're working out the pricing points for a few of our future videos, which are coming up, so make sure to subscribe mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel, shameless plug if you yeah. don't. <laughs> um, but we are doing an athleisure series, which I'm sure everybody is already aware of. Um, and we're using a lot of try-dry, majority try-dry products, as you can see. Um, but one thing that we figured out from using our ultra color transfers was that if you do the, you know, obviously it's minimum of, 10 sheets for that but the more that you order the price really quickly comes down especially if you're putting more than one design on the sheet so we ordered you know three or four of these like bigger front or back prints a few of the little left chests a few mm. single letters for sort of you know what would be your little 10 by 10s um and it came out really really cheaply for us to decorate an entire collection with just one order of transfers yeah, yeah you'll see you could be looking at sort of well, if you, if you want to get to volume, you're looking like 5p to decorate. Yeah, something, isn't it? Yeah. But this, you know, it's, it's really, really premium. And even if you go on the higher, higher end mm. of decoration, even sort of 50p to a pound for the more expensive, when you actually take a step back, that's not that much either. No. Like, you can get it down. But if you're just starting out, it's just as affordable. So for those that are just starting out, and I guess this is probably for one for you, Lauren, is that when you when someone phones up to you and they they've never used try dry before and they've never kind of used these types of products before, what would you say is the products that you always recommend? Try try these the ones you say, put this on, wear it, walk around in it. What would you recommend as starter products? So I'd give them a mixture really of like the athleisure or the performance as well. So I definitely recommend 
the the 85 TR85. Um, if we're talking performance, I'd go with one of our best sellers, which is the TRO10, which is the men's performance T-shirt. I'd also go with leggings as well, and then maybe some of the gym sets that we've got. Um, we've got um, TRO. Now, TR215 and 214, which are part of our new lines, which are really good, really great to work out in. So I, I always recommend, like, two different sides. And um, we've also got a lot of spun dye as well. So um, they're a lot more eco-friendly and a lot comfortable, really comfortable. Um, so I definitely recommend those as well for the athlete side. Would you say that, um, and this is something that's come up quite a lot with a lot of the guests that come in, but are people tending to lean towards having complete sets when they when they are actually buying the stuff in bulk? I think so. It just depends on what type of business you're sort of going in, really, um, because we can go into near enough anything, whether it be workwear, gymwear, or you're starting your own brand. Um, people do like sets. Luckily for us, we've got loads of different sets, <laughs> even with the um, athleisure side where we've got, like, these hoodies, but they match your joggers, jogger shorts, retro shorts. So any sort of style you want to go in, we've got. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know, we've seen that. It's in, and but again, it's you know, everyone that's listening is is here. To, they're listening because they want to make some money from garment decorating. But the more items you can sell to a customer in one go, the more profitable and more successful you're going to be as a business. So actually, the fact that you can get complete sets if the customer wants them, mm -hmm. or you can um, complement it with the different t-shirt types and the, the sweats and as well as just the leggings. It means that you can really create a full set, just add on, add on, add on as well as you go along, which I think is, is really useful. Yeah, I think the whole range you can upsell. You know, you're selling a pair of leggings. Do you want a vest top? Do you want a sports bra? Do you want a hoodie instead? And then obviously, like Lauren said, we've got the whole loungewear selection now, which is matching hoodies and joggers. Um, the TRO 55s are really good in terms of, they're a skinny fit jogger, which isn't necessarily on trend at the moment, but it's something I wear for all the exhibitions and it looks smart enough that, you know, you could, you could wear that as a uniform for work. Mm -hmm. We do try and think about, you know, the collection, when we bring things out, what collection is that fitting in? What can it be mixed and matched with? And then we also have the seam sets as well, like you mentioned that, you know, you can get the matching color in the hoodie as well. Um, so we've got the eco seamless set that we do and that's in like a sage color and then we also have the sage loungewear as well which you know can be sold as a complete uniform i think that's good because you know with people having work from home and hybrid working i think even people that are in day to day in the office the the kind of the uniform is much more casual now that having that kind of flexibility is really important for the end customer because they're not they don't want just something that's bit boring or stifling they want to be comfortable no matter what their work setup is now yeah i think that's really important nowadays isn't it what are um some of the you've spoken a little bit about the new products that you're sort of bringing out and the success stories you've had with other customers but what would you say the most common questions are that you get from your customers on a daily or a weekly basis um asking questions about your products because i'm pretty sure there are people listening that are going oh i want to ask this i want to ask that mm -hmm. so what are yeah what would you say the most common questions around your products are I'll give that to you Lauren, to answer because you speak to people <laughs> um, i'd say one of them would be um, from customers that buy a lot of leggings so they're shorts um, and different 
like leg length and shorts. So like cycling shorts and then shorter ones as well, um, which is something that we have, um, which they did not know about. So we get asked a lot about those. Um, we get asked a lot about um, like the different types of hoodies that we've got. So like we've got the same one on today. We've got the one with the half zip and the one with the full zip that Grace has got on. So with the full zip one that we have, What's the code for it again? Sorry. 601. <laughs> 601, sorry. Um, so on the front of it, it's really easy to um, put prints on. So the zip is actually completely covered. So it's really simple to, to print on, which is something that a lot of um, a lot of people ask. Is it good to print on or not? So yeah, so we get asked about that. The zip thing is, is quite a good thing as well, actually, because it's something that jumped out to me and Molly when we were preparing for you guys coming in. We've obviously decorated the room, made it look wonderful. But Did our homework. <laughs> the actual thing, a lot of the things that we really that stood out for us, but the, was the zip was one of the big ones because it's a nice metal zip, but it's nice. The kind of the stitching and the tailoring into it really feels much higher end than some of the competitive products out there. I, I found um, kind of really like okay, this is really good quality. Mm. Yeah, I think that's just. You know, again, the, having that bit more of a fashion edge mm. and wanting it to be noticeable by customers. You know, like I said, the hoodie, oh, there's a lot of competition in the, the hoodie arena, isn't there? Yeah. So I think we've had to think about these little tiny things that, you know, can get us noticed. Um, so, yeah, we try and think about all the, the small details like that. Um, and also, like, you know, what's going to improve the print side? So we have a men's hoodie that is... No, no pocket, but it's a hidden kangaroo pocket inside. So we've thought about different things like that, but it's just hard sometimes to get it across on, you know, if we don't put it right in front of people and show them the exact yeah. garment, I'm sure you have it here where people pick things up and they're like, I've not seen this. Yeah. And they've probably scrolled past it on the website. It just yeah. looks like another hoodie, unfortunately. Um, it's that struggle to market things with just online images and presence. Yeah. Whereas when people come to PMP and things like that and see it on, on the hanger, just makes so much more difference. Or, you know, when Lauren goes to visit them and pulls out a load of samples and they're like, oh, where's this been? <laughs> so I think it's about getting the product in front of people. But, you know, we do try and think about the, the smaller details. It's just so hard to get it across on the website sometimes. Yeah, even with our gym sets, so we've got quite a few where they've got contour around them. So they've got a really nice bag or underneath uh, like the bust. And with sports bras as well, we've got quite a lot which are medium impact, which you can't really tell from the like from the website. They've got adjustable straps. And you can also remove the pads from inside them as well, which is, is great to show customers when I go to see them. Um, but you can't, act, you can't really see that on the website. I think that's why it's really important that there's brand ambassadors like you out there, Lauren, and you have to meet you shows as well, Grace, is that actually we always talk about getting into the nerdy detail of clothing and transfers, but that's why it's always really important to kind of like, if you're if you're listening to this, is to, is to phone people like yourself up or email you to be like, and just pepper you with questions to be like, what about this, what about this? This is what I'm looking for for my customer, because there's always the good, better, best options. And if you, because as long as you like specific about what you're looking forward to achieve from the product, there's always a solution to it. Yeah. It's just about having that conversation and starting to build that partnership with companies like Try Dry to get the most out of it. Yeah. I think one of the questions that was really good at PMP that we had was someone asked me, what do you count as a premium product? And what, you know, they wanted a legging that they could take into their customer that was going to be squat proof. You know, it was for people who were going to lift weights. They needed it to perform in the gym. And they were like, I've had one of yours before and it, it it's just it didn't work 
you know, like it's, it's too, like it falls down. And then when I took him through the products, I said, well, you know, these are the ones that we're like, they're gym ready. They are high compression. They're going to suck you in. They're going to be squat proof. You're not going to be see-through when you squat in. And, you know, these are performance leggings. I said, and then these ones that you've bought before, they're your everyday, they're, you know, your soft foam pocket, they're everyday leggings that you can wear to work, wear under a hoodie, you know, they're for taking the kids to school, they're for lounging around in the house, they're for going on a walk, but, you know, they're not counted as our performance legging. So it made me learn something, it made me think, right, I need to think about how we can market this better and explain to customers online, right, this is your everyday and then this is your performance one. So what I actually did after that was I made a bit of a performance pack for them. And I was like, these are your, you know, performance bra, like sports bras. These are your performance leggings. These are your TRO 10s and 20s that are your um, polyester tops that are, you know, wearable in the gym. They're going to be great for things like that. And then we all, you know, we have the loungewear sets and the like, you know, things like the matching, seamless. You can wear them in the gym and they'll perform, but they're more of a, a style they're more of a fashion they're more of a you want to be seen in them to look good rather than the performance side in the gym so we definitely have things that have been made for people who are working out and then also pe people that are you know lounging around lounging around at leisure <laughs> every day yeah. so that's one of the things we're going to do going forward is not split the range but we're going to make it easier for customers to not have to scroll through loads of things but they'll be able to see, right, this is your everyday legging. This is the one that I'm going to give to this company that they just want a legging and a hoodie uniform. And then this is the one that I'm going to sell to that gym company that they want to be sorting out all, all their um, customers yeah. with matching sets that have got their, you know, logo emblazoned on them. Yeah. So I think we just need to make that clearer for, for customers. But we, we have, you know, different things that, different, that cater to different needs. So if someone wants to go onto your website today, what would, what's the thing they should look out for that kind of categorizes or differentiates the, the everyday from the performance ones? So at the moment, I would say that we have we have a trend section on there so you can see different trends. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we're hoping to do going forward is we're going to break down. So as you see on retail sites, they break down the leggings into so many different, you know, what length do you want? They have so many different filters on, yeah. you know, do you want squat proof? Is it for a certain sport? So we're hoping to cre create a filter feature. And this has only come with time. You know, you can't do that when you've got three pairs of leggings. You have to have a good range to be able to start filtering products. And I think we've got to that point now where we have got a fashion range. We have got a sportswear range. We have got an athleisure range. There's so much going on. We need to start filtering that and making it easier for customers. You know, we've got these flares would you wear them for the gym? I suppose you could, but they're more like a yoga, you know, a yoga wear legging. If not, they are an everyday. So we're going to start putting filters onto the website that make it easier for customers to determine what they need and not have to ask us. They can. We love a question. <laughs> Please contact us with questions. It's nice to hear people being enthusiastic about the brand. But yeah, we just want to make it because we know people are so busy. You know, we've got all the marketing assets on the um, website that are really handy to use as well so if you sign up you can access all them it's all the imagery for you to download um you know we've got decoration sheets on there we've got pantone sheets so you know the different colors that you're working with and you can contact us um, and order any brochures and things as well that you want on there as well which is which is the best way to get in contact with you is it through the website or just give us a call what do you recommend for everyone 
I would say contact us through the website. So we have a contact form on there and then one of us will be in touch. There's a few of us behind behind the scenes. So it depends what, you know, if it's marketing question, then I'll probably, you probably hear from me. If it's more of a sales question or a general question mm-hmm. on styles, then it'll come from you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, through the, through the website is the easiest way. And then if you leave your phone, you know, the contact form gives details of phone number. Also, whereabouts are you based? Because some people ask us, where where can I, I want a reseller, you know, I'm not, a, you know, I don't need a distri- distributor. I want to buy this, but where can I buy it from? So we, we put the um, address details on there so that we can recommend someone in their area that can sell them dry dry as well. Brilliant. Is that everything for today? Do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I mean, we've got lots and lots of stuff planned because um, Grace and Lorna Carney decided to uh, agree to come in for the day. <laughs> so we're going to be recording lots and lots of videos because we want to make it apparent for everyone that, you know, and if you're listening or watching, is that they're adding a product like this into your um, existing range is really easy. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. People kind of get a bit hung up because they see, I think you're talking to us off air about, uh, they see the different types of leggings and the different types of stitching in them and think, oh, I can't do that. But the reality is that it's it's really easy to decorate on everything. It's more about just kind of getting that mindset of break, trying to break stuff, find the limitations of it. Because there's always something, but there's limitations always a lot less than you always think. So it's just having a, a mindset of, yeah, I'm going to figure this one out. I'm going to find a solution. Hopefully the videos that we do together will be the solution for you and make your life much easier. Um, but I can personally say, as as we prepared for this, um, myself and Molly, is that we had no problems decorating any of the stuff. And we could see why people were having some great success using the tri product. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted you guys in today is because we want we see how big the athleisure and everyday um, workwear with your products is. So we want to make sure that everyone is getting the most from it. Um, so we're really grateful you you guys coming in today um, and i just encourage everyone to get in contact you um, leverage that marketing um, collateral that you make available to everyone because it's a great way to just you don't even have to spend a penny and then straight away you can put it in front of your customers and be like look what do you think have your questions about this let's start a conversation and start adding more products in because that's the type of products that pen users want that's what that's the most important Mm -hmm. thing what do um, your customers want and they want to have those relaxed bits. They want the crop stuff, um, but they want products that have been made with care and attention because people's understanding of product is a lot more detailed, especially um, these types of products now over the last couple of years. Everyone's got to know what they really do and don't want from things like leggings and everyday wear like that. So I think it's really important to you know, have partnerships with, yeah. with people like yourselves and start opening up those conversations. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Grace and Lauren, for joining us on this week's episode of the Garment Decorators podcast. Um, Like Andy said, we are making lots of videos this week and they will all be going up onto our YouTube channel over the course of the next few months. So if you're not already subscribed, do head over and hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, you're already there. If not, links are in the description. Um, And yeah, we'll be back next week, Thursday, 11.30am with another podcast.